fellow junkers, my name is Nancy Cowles. I am a proud vintage shop owner in Phoenix, Arizona. The name of my shop is Everything Goes. It's about a 5,000 square foot store filled with what we like to say one of a kinds and hard to finds. I love when people come into the shop and they see all the stuff around the store and they're looking up and down and they're like, where did you get all this? And I let them know that it doesn't just appear. And that's the name of this podcast. It doesn't just appear. Today I am with a friend of mine, Sandra. Sandra drove in from Redlands, California. So thank you, Sandra, for coming in. You're so welcome. I'm glad to be here. And I bet you like coming here because you could find some really cool things out in Arizona, right? That is so true. I know all the haunts. You do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sandra lived out here actually in the town of Cave Creek for years and just recently moved over to Redlands and I've stopped at her place a few times she actually she's not a store owner she has a home there and we got to visit at her house and then go around to her neighborhood and see all the different sales and the different stores around there it's a very unique little town yeah it's very welcoming very friendly Uh, It's full of green grass and big trees and all the leaves turn. uh, They're right now starting to turn brown and yellow and gold in our backyard. Uh, It's quite a change from Arizona. It is. And how are pickings out there? Good pickings? There are some good pickings. It took me a while to kind of figure out where they were. Right. Having just moved there, but I'm figuring it out for sure. Well, a lot of the houses there, at least in your neighborhood, are very old. Right, over 100 years old. I'm guessing that a lot of people that lived in those houses or live there still are elderly people, and mm-hmm. they've got a lot of great finds in their homes. Yes, and uh, it, a lot of the people that I've met have lived there most of their life. Like, they really enjoy this town. Right. Actually, my husband and I really are enjoying this town also. it's uh, We've made a lot of new friends. And um, they've given me pointers on where to go and where to find things because I initially thought there wasn't any picking to be had in California. And I thought, how can all those great flea markets exist? And uh, there's some some really good picking out there. Well, that is awesome. So Sandra, let everybody know a little bit about how you started picking because this has been going on for years with you. Right. Uh, I grew up um, going to auctions. My dad was a big auction fanatic, I guess you would say. We used to fall asleep when we were little kids in the hayloft of the horse barns. My My mom bought all of her furniture. Our entire house was furnished from yard sales. She was the yard sale queen and my dad was the auction king. But this was not in Arizona. No, this was Ohio. This was Midwest. Okay. So Uh, you grew up in the Midwest mm -hmm. and that's where you fell in love with all the, well, you probably weren't in love as a kid. (laughs) Actually, I used to spend my babysitting money Um, buying box lots. And that was where you would bid just a couple of dollars, usually under five bucks. And Mm -hmm. you would get a huge box or a crate full of items that you really hadn't gone through. You didn't know what was in there. So it was a kid, it was kind of like getting those little surprise bags, those goodie bags you pay for, you know, at the store sometime. And then you would just start digging through it. And it was your babysitting money went a lot further that way. So what were they called? The boxes? Uh, They were box lots box lots. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard that. I'm not a big auction person. So but that's what you would get at the auctions. Mm-hmm. Because you know, at the time, uh, I was a child. So I didn't, well, not a child, I was a teenager, I was probably 13. And what did I need to buy furniture for my parents bought all of that, you know, right. so I could just really 
dig through the boxes and find something fun. So That is awesome. I didn't know that. See that? I knew mm-hmm. your mom loved garage sales back then, oh, yeah. but I didn't know about your dad. Yep. So tell us, Sandra, what is your favorite thing to pick? I kind of like a European country. If that's a style, I don't know. I like um, things that are old world, things that are really uh, uh, tattered. I like tapestry type things. I like old. I, I'm not really one to paint my furniture. I right. like to find the original finish on things. I don't know. I I buy what I like and what I put in my house. A lot of things in my booth have been in my house before. Right. And so I buy what grabs me and it's, I don't know how to describe it other than like a European country style. Well, I know you like lamps, but mm-hmm. the lamps that you usually buy are they're not huge. They're smaller lamps. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a European style lamp that you, I mean, they usually have like gold on the bottom, mm-hmm. right? Right. And that's a little more a form. I like to mix the formal antiques with the informal. You know, a lot of people like to mix old and new for whatever reason. Right now I'm on this kick of just the old. And right. so I'll mix, whether it's a country, plain, wooden, pine, piece with a, uh, a formal gilded lamp, and I love old gilded mirrors. I love really things that really show their wear. Sandra's been a vendor at my shop for over 10 years now, and we do, even though she moved away, she still comes back monthly, fills up her booth. We have people that come in to the shop for your booth only. You do know that, right? I, I do know that, and I love that. Okay, and now that. that you're bringing stuff in from California... I mean, I know you used to travel around anyways, but Mm -hmm. now that you're bringing stuff in from California, they're like, you know, just coming right at your booth and looking, oh, is Sandra here? Did Sandra come in yet? When is she coming in? Well, yesterday you brought in that fabulous piece with the the edged... Oh, the antique etched mirror shelf. Yes. How long did that last? Four hours? Maybe two. (laughs) Because there's the people that come in and they know what you buy they know your style, mm-hmm. and they love it. So this gentleman came in yesterday, and he's comes in a lot, and he saw that, and he purchased it right away. Love it. Love my customers. Another thing that I think in your booth that I find a lot of are those mortar. Oh, mortar and pestle? Yes. Well, that's because I still have probably seven or eight sets in my kitchen. <laughs> you know, I just keep buying the same things. I just I buy what I love. Well, I know your mom found a lot of religious stuff, and you did as well. Mm-hmm. I loved the statues. I loved the wood carvings. There were so many different things. Tell me, like, some of your favorite things that your mom used to collect. Well, she collected a lot of um, saints, uh, the statues of, of old saints that were the old chalkware ones. Those were a big hit. Uh, she had a lot of rosaries, the old glass bead rosaries, and some of them were even sterling. Uh, she had a lot of the um, almost religious religious icons, I guess you would call them, and um, even things that you would find in a sacristy in a church. Well, and a, a lot of crosses, and because we are in the Southwest, she got a lot of terracotta stuff, too. Do you remember uh-huh. all of her terracotta stuff? Well, she had a thing for Western and uh, things that would be in the area that were big, especially in Cave Creek, but big in the Arizona desert style of decorating, I guess you would say. Right. And she did have a lot of that stuff. She had a lot. Now, we'll let everybody know that your mom and you collected for years together. Mm -hmm. You had a booth together. Your mother passed away Mm -hmm. and you kept a lot of religious stuff 
Yeah, I brought it all to the shop. Uh, I kept a couple of my favorite things. I um, She had so much to choose from, and there were 12 kids. So even after the kids took their pick, the booth was full. I mean, my mom, if she liked it and one was good, 150 was better. How many years has it been since your mom passed away? Uh, two years. Two years. I had a lady in, I'm not kidding you, last week asking for more of that religious stuff. I'm looking oh, at wow. her like, she said her and her friend purchased a bunch of it, but I'm looking at her like, okay, you know how fast that stuff went? Right. Everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. So that is, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to talk about, oh, Sandra, remember this one? Oh my gosh, the Indian Cigar <gasps> oh, Indian. the Cigar Store Indian. Yes. Yeah. My father had bought me that when we first moved to Arizona 35 years ago, and it was from a, um, it was on uh, the old Route 66, and there was an old shop there where the guy did cowboy boots and hats, and his store decor was full of old cigar store Indians. So he was going out of business because Route 66 gets little, little business now with the freeways going through, and... My father bought one for me as a gift uh, before they moved to Arizona. It was just my family who lived here. So uh, I brought it into the store years later because my decorating chain, I have gone through. In in the Midwest, I was country. When we first moved here, I was kind of the pastel Southwest, like the 80s and 90s pastel Southwest decorating. Uh, that's probably some of my most embarrassing moments. Yes, I had the mauve toilet bowl and mauve grout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. And then uh, uh, I went on to more of the authentic Native American decor and a lot of the rugs, uh, the um, Indian woven rugs. Right. And, uh, we, you know, of course we had horse, well, not of course, but we had horses and uh, so we had a lot of like saddle and spur decorations. We had all the cowboy stuff. I so. remember that Western um, stage that we had. Everybody had saddles in their house. Uh-huh. Wasn't right. that funny? Right. And so the cigar Indian explained to them what it looked like. I think it was like five feet tall. Uh-huh. And it had the uh, bright reds and yellows. And of course, uh, it was still bright because it had always been inside. It hadn't been outside of their store. Um, but it had some wear on it. And it was just it was a hand carved one and uh, uh it was beautifully done he had a headdress on yes and you had that for years mm-hmm. and your parents had collected some as well mm-hmm. and my was- mom had several on her porch okay because so- my dad was one of those guys that loved his western movies and he uh you know he wanted to be a cowboy so in his prior life so oh. like a lot of guys i know you know so you ended up bringing that in mm-hmm. to the shop. Sandra, do you remember what you priced the cigar Indian? Is that what we call them? Cigar? Cigar store Indian. S- okay. Do you mm-hmm. remember what we priced them at? Two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty Which old. Was, he was very old. He was uh, probably 75 years old. It was quite the steal. Uh, there were a lot of lookers the day I brought him in. And I kind of revamped the booth to bring all the, any of the Native American and and Southwest and cowboy things kind of in the front and center of my booth. And and he was just, he actually was, he was something to be reckoned with. He was a beautiful piece. He was. So you were in your booth, redoing your booth. Mm-hmm. And this lady walked up. I was actually out of town at the time. Mm-hmm. And you were in your booth and you've had people looking at this Native 
um, cigar store Indian. Cigar store Indian mm -hmm. all part, day it's long. It's part of Americana, really. I mean, they've been around for forever. Forever. You know? So now she walks in, and what happened? Oh, she turned loose on me, and she said she was extremely offended, um, and people kind of stopped in their tracks to turn around to see what, because she, she was very loud, and she went on and on about how her children were part Native American, and that she was very offended, and that it was, uh, it, it was, it was so offensive that I brought this in, and I thought, it's not like, I mean, I didn't make it. It's, it's just, it's a part of history. Of, it's a piece of iconic history, right? right? Especially in the Southwest. And then her friend, who was kind of hiding in another booth, I don't know if he was hiding. He was tucked away in another booth. I hadn't seen him yet, um, because I'm telling her that I, you know, if I would have thought anyone would be been offended, I wouldn't have brought it into the store. You know, right. that's that's not me. So, uh, but. Then he um, said that he was Native American and that he also was offended. Uh, and then other women came up to me who were other customers and said they didn't understand what all the racket was about. You know, of course, they didn't say it to these people because they were so irate, these right. two customers, if you will. And they were very upset. They were extremely upset. And you were talking to them, trying to calm them down, saying, listen, I'm sorry that if you're offended by this, this is a part of history, mm -hmm. right? Right. And then all of a sudden I get a phone call from you and you tell me what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I'm out of town and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, what are we going to do? And, you know, I, I mean, because she was so mad about this. Well, she was, she was screaming in the store. She was causing quite a scene. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, so... How did she ended up leaving and she was very upset. Mm -hmm. And I think if I'm not mistaken. Well, by the time I saw them go out into the parking lot, um, they were both laughing in the parking lot before they got into their vehicle. So it was almost as if it were a staged incident. You know, let's. Let's see what we can do and start a. Let's rile it up for another cause or something. I don't know. Two days later, it, we ended up selling it. Mm -hmm. We sold it to a gentleman. He was thrilled because he thought it was dirt cheap. And, <laughs> and he was part Native American. Right. And so he's collected these his whole life. So he was super excited. He still shops at the store, always is looking for any type of um, Native American type art. What I will tell you, I was up north at the time. I walked into the grocery store. Do you remember what I was greeted by? A cigar store Indian because you sent me the picture. That's correct. And so I took a picture of myself with it, okay? And I was very upset because I was upset that somebody was upset at my store. Mm -hmm. But then I walk into a grocery store and I see the Cigar Indian. Then two days later I leave. I'm driving down Black Canyon and we stop in Black Canyon City. And I took a picture again of two large... Cigar store Indians. That's right. And I was really now upset because this lady made this huge stink in my store. My vendors have a great eye for things, mm -hmm. okay? They bring in things that you cannot just find anywhere around in town. And you had that from when you were a child. Well, actually, I did not have it from when I was, it was from when we moved to Arizona. So I had personally owned it for almost 35 years. Okay. And it was um, out of an old store 
uh, that had been around, he had had it in his store for, he told me, over 40 years. So it was an old piece. It was unique and it was a part of history. Do you have any other fun stories you want to talk about? Oh, I uh, was at Goodwill, imagine that, and found this beautiful old painting. It's never been signed, but this painting, it's in my dining room, and it looks like it is from, oh, maybe the 1700s? I mean, it's definitely 18th century. It is beautiful. It is uh, Madonna and child. See, once again, the religion creeps in. See? Uh-huh. And it has an old chippy gilded frame. And the painting itself is so darn old. And it's all crackly. And it looks like, honestly, it looks like something out of a museum. So you picked that up at Goodwill. At Goodwill for $14. And it is incredible because it really looks like something painted by one of the old masters that should really should be in a museum. That's awesome. And they told me that they actually had two paintings. They were in an old box together and that the employees wanted to throw them away because they thought they were worthless because there were some tears at the bottom. And water stains probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Sometimes you want to be like on the on the backside where the dumpster is. <laughs> so you, besides having this business where you sell, you also, I don't want to call you a collector, mm-hmm. but... But I kind of am. Yeah, you kind of are. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one thing that I know that you love, that I love, is old wood. Wood that looks like it's yes. been touched a hundred times. Mm-hmm. A chair that's been pushed in and out. But you love old wood. I love old wood, and I actually have a mixture of the super dark uh, old walnut, and I have um, a lot of the European pine. So I like the I like both extremes. Right, the and European pine looks really nice in your house. Thank you. You're welcome. And I like things. My motto has always been large and in charge. That's right. <laughs> so I would rather have fewer things in a room and have them in a larger scale then I would have a hundred little things because sometimes I feel like they're, it, it feels too cluttery. So even though I like my old items, right. I don't like too many of them. I like groupings of things. Um, almost all of my paintings are old paintings, antique paintings with the old gilded frames. And uh, they're all dark. I like the deep, dark backgrounds. I think because of the old house that we are redoing, is um, has all the old unpainted woodwork and the old staircase and and the old dark wood floors and so and how old is that house? It's a nineteen oh six. Nineteen oh six. And so it has a real moody feel to it. So I'm I'm kind of embracing I'm embracing the dark wood just like I'm embracing my gray hair. <laughs> there you go. I was going to talk to you about that gray hair. <laughs> it looks good. Well, what's funny is. Your house that you used to have out in Cave Creek was not an old house, but when you walked into it, you had decorated it like it was mm-hmm. an older home in England or somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of your furniture, you, you guys even did the faux beams, didn't you? Uh, yes. And that was amazing because on the outside of the house, did you guys build that house? No, we didn't. We bought When we bought that house, it was a very, very small house with a... An enormous swimming pool from the 70s. <laughs> so you, so, so we added on. So you added on. Mm-hmm. But you made that house very cozy and very warm. Right. And that's what you enjoy doing. When you buy furniture and paintings and all your 
you know, I'm not going to say knickknacks because you don't really have a lot of knickknacks. You're mm-hmm. smalls. Mm-hmm. You love that warm feeling. I do. You do. I always thought you like kind of like the old English style. Well, it's that's European. European, mm-hmm. like an old cottage. Mm-hmm. I like that. And your hardwood floors in your house, you guys pulled up the carpet and there was original hardwood floors. Right. And we had to sand them down and restain them and refinish them. Right. And they turned out fabulous. Uh, until... <laughs> Until now, we have two large dogs that seem to love to chase each other through. So it's getting covered in scratch marks. But I'm, I don't think I mind that too much because it, um, they look like old worn floors instead of a perfect house. So it right. looks like there's a lot of life going on in there. And you like rugs? I do. And you I layer a... you layer rugs. Uh-huh. I wish I can do that. I can't yeah. do that in my house. But maybe because you have the old wood floors, mm-hmm. you're able to layer the rugs. And I love that look as well. So you love old rugs, but I think you can layer them better because you have all this great hardwood floors in your house. Mm-hmm. The rugs help to bring some color and to kind of lighten the room a little bit because you figure all the, the dark, um, there's dark beams there's dark paneling, dark wood paneling, the dark floors. And so it does help to add a little color, even though I'm not a big color person, but a little bit of color and uh, kind of lighten everything a bit or embrace the moodiness. Depends on the color of the rug. But what I right now am um, looking for, and I love hitting the big California flea market. So my daughter's coming into town and this weekend mm-hmm. we're going to go to the Rose Bowl. Oh, fun. And uh, I am going to be looking for runners the antique old runners to put down I have a winding staircase we took the carpeting off it was green (laughs) it was a lovely (laughs) deep emerald green carpeting and I would like to find uh, maybe three or four long runners that aren't even going to match they're going to it's going to be a patchwork of different and I'm going to put it on the stairs I know some stairs have the little you could buy those little metal pieces oh, right like the brass trim pieces yeah how mm-hmm. will you connect those runners to the stairs uh, where it goes over the top of the stair tread yes then it goes under you just you tuck it in you can do just like a fabric glue even. This is going to be a little crafty thing I'm going to do. I'm going to say, is and Jeff helping you with this? Or is this? No, this will be my project. That will be fun. And then if it falls apart, then I'll bring Jeff on board. <laughs> <laughs> or if you fall down the stairs. Sandra is not used to having stairs in her home. And this new house oh has gosh. how many stairs? Oh, probably 25 or 30. And I've fallen down the stairs twice already. The first time I'm going to blame the dog and say that the dog pushed me down. The second time, uh, I just wasn't paying attention. I thought I was at the bottom of the stairs, and I had two or three left to go. <laughs> and like she said, it's a spiral staircase. Uh-huh. So well, well, it's, a, it's not really spiral. It's, oh, a, yeah. it's a winding staircase. It's a winding, that's right. Yeah. So it's a winding staircase, mm-hmm. and that will be fun for you guys to go out um, at the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. and find some great stuff for your house. But please don't forget about my store. I want some stuff from Rose I Bowl. Won't. I always bring you things from Rose Bowl, from Long Beach, from all the good. There's a lot of flea markets in California. There's one probably every Sunday. Pasadena has uh, one, the PCC. Uh, there are small town flea markets in most towns in the Inland Empire. So there is... Uh, so not far from your home? No, uh-uh. No, nothing's nope. far from you, right? Nothing's too far. I mean, the ocean's an hour. Everything's within an hour. L.A. is within an hour. Well, depends on traffic. Right. Uh, and the f- probably four freeways I have to get on to get there. 
Um, and uh, But it's going to be fun because my daughter is, this will be her first time going, she's been dying to go to the Rose Bowl because she's into the vintage clothing and they have a lot of that there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So she's flying in from Oregon and we'll be going. So if you see me there, say hey. That's right. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much, Sandra, for coming um, into town and hanging out with me. And thank you for filling your booth up with all these great treasures that you have found. I'm going to go ahead and take a few pictures. So if you guys want to see a little bit what we're talking about in Sandra's booth and the um, the old painting that she was oh, talking right. about. And maybe we'll take a picture of your staircase and then down the road some when you guys find the runner. Maybe we can do an after picture as well. Sounds good. I think I'm going to need at least three runners though, maybe even four. It's going to look awesome. Thanks. Well, thank you so much again. And if you guys like this podcast, you could follow us under Everything Goes AZ. That's my Instagram, my Facebook, and our website. Let your friends know also um, about this podcast. And on that note, I'm going to end and say happy pickings.